right, everybody. Welcome back to the Butterfly Effect Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. I'm Liz. And we are so excited to be back with you guys. Finally. <laughs> we took a little week off, um, not because we wanted to, but because a little situation happened. Love it. Um, and I broke the SD card. <laughs> so, well, I feel like it broke itself. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, but we're back. We got a new SD card and we are really, really excited. Yeah. Um, we have something so um, great this week that I... I've been anticipating. I think you've been anticipating. Um, It's our very, very first guest. And I'm so excited about it. Um, (laughs) uh, We have our very own Sue McEwen. Love that. Love that intro. Thank you. So before we... I paid her to do that. Oh, God. The sparkles. Where's the money, though? Where's the money? That's funny. Before we get started, do you want to tell the audience what you're wearing right now? I am very festive. I have on a onesie, a Christmas onesie, with lights flashing on it because you know what i'm passionate about my <laughs> celebrating christmas yes i love the one with the the little uh there's a llama with like glasses on it. <laughs> yes, yes it is llama themed so yeah. yes i am sitting here very comfortable and cozy in lazarus studios yes we're, we are so excited to have you i'm excited to be here and we're excited that you're wearing your onesie yes mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really Love great it. we should take a picture and just put it no, up as, the, let's as not. the cover let's, let's not. not let's not <laughs> it's still in our onesie. <laughs> um yeah so i know a lot of listeners especially from kind of my area don't really know who you are i mean they see you on my social media they <laughs> see you all over facebook because you know i live here um, um, or when we go to family gatherings, you know, but I don't mm-hmm. think anyone really knows who is Susan McEwen. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we jump into the topic, which is a really, really great, great topic, um, would you mind telling them about this amazing, loving person that I know you are? Aww. Just a little bit about yourself. That's very sweet. Well, I am married to Joe McEwen. I have, Shout Joe. Who's that? I have three it. beautiful children. My middle one being right here, Liz, with me. Um, And I have three beautiful grandchildren. And uh, they live right next door, which is, I always tell everyone, I would say one of my greatest blessings, having them right next door. So I am a mom of three, but a mom to many. I I have a heart for um, youth, young adult. um, And I have a heart for my friends, children yeah um and I say that honestly because I love my friends deeply you all know who you are (laughs) and um I love their kids I'd say as if they're my own um because I feel their pain I feel their joys I celebrate their joys and I pray for them during the hard times and we have them that's amazing I think one of the things that we know Sue as is mama bear yeah mama bear she's such a mama bear she She has all these little cubs under her wings Mm -hmm. that she kind of just fosters through and loves on and teaches and inspires Um, one of the things that I love personally about Sue is that she is such um, a supporter of dreams and when when I started talking about what I felt God was calling me to do, she was behind me 100%, um, was supporting me through it, whether it was through prayer or words of advice or 
um, financially or whatever it was, Sue was really behind me, just cheering me on all the way. Um, mm-hmm. And it really, really inspired me to do that for other people, which is why we had Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to help people kind of inspire them to figure out what is God calling you to do? What is your purpose? Um, which we, we could probably get into Bethesda, another podcast. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but Sue was definitely really a big supporter in that. So if you have a dream and you need support in your dream, mm-hmm. like whether it's an encouragement, one, mm-hmm. Sue will hold you accountable. She will. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. It's not just yeah. all fluff. She will, yeah. she will yeah. make sure it gets done. Right. And you know what? It's it's a gift. I really believe that it's a gift. Well, God you're gave a woman me. of your word. Yes. Basically, yes, that's what that is. Yeah. 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 So I really, really appreciate that about you. I remember telling you, hey, man, I really want to so go funny. fishing. Yeah. And she's like, done. Yeah. <laughs> We're on a boat. <laughs> and you caught the last five minutes. It was awesome. We did. We rented a boat at Round Valley, which anybody who knows me knows I love boats. I love being on the water. Nothing fancy, but I love like a little pontoon boat. Mm -hmm. And we did. We rented it as a family and Steph caught the only fish and it was a fantastic day. Yeah, it was amazing. I had so much fun. Um, so that's that's Sue. We we really really love Sue, and that's why I'm so honored to have her as our first guest. So thank you so much for being here. It's really place. an honor. Um, one of the things that we always say on this podcast is that we love transparency and vulnerability. Um, and this topic is a very transparent and vulnerable mm-hmm. topic. Um, yeah. One of the conversations that me and Sue have had many times is the lack of transparency and vulnerability in my generation, um, and how it's something that is so needed. Um, and how we've even seen it a, la- a lack of it actually in the church, um, and how it w- it really affects relationships. It really affects how you move forward as an individual, how you develop as an individual. Um, so that's one of the harder lessons that I've learned. And I remember me, me and Sue talk all the time mm-hmm. about this topic. <laughs> we talk about a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. this is one that's really like been pressed on my heart. So I'm so honored to introduce this beautiful topic of restoration and what God did in her relationship with her children, specifically with Liz. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, really exciting to kind of to kind of dive into that yeah. um, just a little bit more. So Liz, do you want to kind of kick us off? Sure, I guess. Obviously, you say this a lot that you have three children, but three very different children. So I know how our relationship was and our journey with that. Um, Obviously, with Josh, I've seen it. But what was like your relationship with Sam, Mm -hmm. like comparing? Because I know you two are very similar, if not literally the same person. (laughs) So what is like the difference between her and I that you, like your relationship? (laughs) What's the difference between night and day? I know, literally, (laughs) literally. So, um, yeah, so I have three children. Samantha was my first. And um, Sammy, just bubbly personality, you know, kind of happy-go-lucky, a lot like me and personality, even at a young age, but just easy to parent. You know, I had Sammy for six and a half years. I had her alone before you came along and um, thoroughly enjoyed her. And um, we anticipated you. You you shared a little bit about that in your story. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, God finally gave us you. And um, you came and you rocked my world. I thought that (laughs) I was the greatest parent with Samantha. And then you came along Mm -hmm. and you were tough. Yeah. Um, And I cried a lot. You Mm -hmm. know, I it was 
it was just very different for me. And that was from early on. And then as you got older, it just got more and more evident that I do not know how to parent this kid. So therefore, I'm just going to try to mold her to be like Samantha. <gasps> oh, <laughs> because my God. that I know how to parent. Sure. <laughs> and hence came the problems. Hence yeah. came the I hate to use the word issues, but yeah, issues. Yeah, you know, and um, I always say, if I would have known then what I know now, I would have parented you very, very differently. Yeah. What do you think made me like tough? What was it? Well, I think it's a beautiful thing because mm -hmm. I think if it is. Um, steered um, in the right direction. Right. I mean, you're a beautiful, strong, wise young woman so i think it's a beautiful quality but uh can be challenging when you're younger and i will say i take full responsibility for compounding the issue because i didn't know how to parent you so i almost did like the complete opposite of what your personality mm. needed yeah and i didn't realize until i would say you were maybe about what would you say? 15? Yeah, 15. Wow, we're right yeah. on. <laughs> 15, when I finally started listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's part of the problem is mm. you didn't know how to communicate it. Yeah, sure. Communicating my emotions was really hard. It still is a little tough, Right, so it wasn't always one-sided. It wasn't just like she didn't know how to parent. It was also you didn't know how to communicate. Right. 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 Yes. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would say that. And, and, you know, you've created a monster now because <laughs> now I am hyper focused on yeah. communication. That's true. Right. Yeah. Steph's oh, like yeah. totally smiling yeah. from ear to ear because <laughs> she knows just today I was like, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. But I'm really like thankful and thankful for that. Yeah. I think that's such a healthy balance like learning to listen and learning to communicate and children learning how to like, um, you know, like talk it out with your parent. I think one of the, one of the greatest gifts that you can have as a parent yeah. um, and one of the greatest gift, a gift a parent can have is their children. Um, so learning to steward that relationship with listening and, and proper communication, I think is key. Like all it takes is a, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, all it takes is let me hear you out. And parents like, I think from a kid's perspective, af uh, most of the time we're afraid of offending the parent. Yeah. I would say. Um, yeah. Um, would, would you agree? Like, yeah. Like hurting. Hurting their feelings yeah. or yeah. you not wanting to say this because you don't really want them to. kind. It's like this awkward, like when I would deal with teenagers, I would say, well, why don't you talk to your parent about it? And they would say, well, I don't want my parent to be hurt mm. by this action. Yeah. Um, and I think parents, like, even though you are going to be hurt by it, I think learning to have, like, almost like a poker face and just sitting down and being like, okay, let's talk about this issue. Yeah, and it's a trust thing. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a me trusting that when you're telling me something, it's because you love me and yeah. you want our relationship better. Yeah. It's not you're telling me to hurt me. No. Right. And, you know, I just want to speak to the parents right now that that is such an important key 
because we're always correcting our kids. It's natural. We're Mm -hmm. always coming at them, coming at them. They expect that. But as a parent, we don't expect our kids to, quote, come at us. Right. But (laughs) but we need to let them know that they're safe to do that. They're safe to do that. And I'm talking about an individual who has a loving heart and who has a, you know, that spirit of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Now, not every, you know, teenager or even young adult is necessarily going to be perfect at that. But even if they just have a little of it, just grab on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I think that's, that's a good point. Like, um, they're not, the, the heart is to restore the relationship. It isn't to hurt or damage the relationship more. Yeah. I think when it's done in the wrong motive, right? Like right. check the motives. Like, are you just wanting to talk to your kid because you just want to know what's going on? Or do you want to talk to your kid because you want to have that kind of relationship with them where they can communicate with you and you can communicate with them? And kids, do you want to talk to your parents because you want to hurt them and get back at them and be rebellious and stubborn? Or do you want to communicate like, this is what I'm going through. This is how this made me feel. This is what I'm feeling when when you say this or when this si- certain situation happens. Mm-hmm. Like when it's done in that kind of heart, I think the Lord really honors it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what was really difficult in our relationship was we were spending like so much time together. You remember like you would drive me to um, the school that I went to for acting and modeling. You would drive me to New York. Like we were always, it was just like you and I mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And But if you remember like even then, um, uh, there was never this communication of like, wow, mom, like, like, for example, if you would say like, wow, mom, like, I'm just not feeling it today. Like, yeah. I really, um, instead, it was like an acting out or, yeah. a, you know, quote, I'm gonna say being difficult. Yeah. So then me as a parent, you know, that was hard for me, because I was stuck in the car with you for an hour, you know, so like I'm not making excuses for my behavior, but when I wasn't understanding, whereas now, like I understand so much more that even now at 22, if you're having a bad day or a little bit off, I could say, you know what, there's something deeper there. Mm -hmm. Let's get to the root. That's what Steph always teaches me. Let's get to the root of that. But back then as a parent, you know, I was so, um, just had so much going on, Mm -hmm. you know, with Josh, a lot of special health needs there. Um, And so it was just, there was never that time taken to say, you know what, like, let's talk about that, you know? Like we spent all this time together, but a lot of it was just like either just silence, being funny or fighting. Crying. Yeah. It was only those three. There was no like, also I was like 12, 13, 14. I was like, yeah, I was young. So like, but I know with Sam, she was probably a lot more personable with you. Whereas Mm -hmm. I'm not that type of way in general. I'm just not a very personable person. Right. Well, I have to say, you know, because I would be remiss not to say this since we're being vulnerable and Mm -hmm. honest, right? So when Sammy was 11 and 12 and 13 and 14, um, I was not very present in her life. Mm. I was completely 
uh, immersed in you and Josh taking care of Josh. Um, Sammy, again, like her personality was a little bit more, she had, she had a little bit more of a tougher edge. She mm. was a little bit more independent. You know, she had lots of friends. She was out with them mm-hmm. all the time. So like, I have to say like neglect is a strong word. I'm not going to say neglected mm-hmm. her. Um, but I wasn't as present with her yeah. and you know, that's hard for me. There's some guilt yeah. there, but thank God, God's grace and mercy. Micah came into her life young and, um, um, took beautiful care of her at yeah. a young age and they were married young. Um, but I just want to, I okay. just want to say that yeah, I point. Didn't know that. Yeah. But um, with you, like, yeah, I wish there was that communication. I mean, I remember like getting ready for the show, your shows or getting ready for your photo shoots. You know, you're talking about a lot of time, a lot of people involved in orchestrating all of that. And, like when you weren't having it, yeah. you weren't having yeah, it. Yeah, I think what was difficult with that is that I never thought that I could say no. And I never mm-hmm. thought that I could express like, I really don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Because in that industry, you have no choice. Like mm-hmm. you have to take those photos. You have to go to the studio. You have to do the show. Like that's just a part of the career. Like you have to do it. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the opportunities that came up were like amazing opportunities and I knew how much work everybody was putting into it. So it was like hard for me to be like, oh, I'm not feeling it right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's a good lesson that I learned. Like you do things not because you're feeling like doing them, but because you love it or you like care about pushing your career forward. Right. And but, you were young. You were 12. Yeah. You weren't able to communicate that. And like I said, you know, I want to speak for the parents to the parents here is that it's very important for us to be aware of those um reactions yeah Mm -hmm. those reactions it's not just that your kid's being a brat right it's it's they're reacting in a way because they don't know how to vocalize something's making them feel uncomfortable and they don't have the words for it yet right and your personality you know you're more of an inward personality you're you're an artist so you're very much in your head and whatnot so so anyone on the outside I can't read your mind. No. So if you don't express it in a healthy way, then how do we get through it? But I will say, because this this podcast is about restoration, I mean, you have, we've come a long way way. in communicating and restoration, and I'm so thankful for that. And I just have to interject right here that, you know, I used to say for a long time (laughs) that I always loved you, my daughter. But I did not like you for a long time. I didn't like myself either. You're okay. <laughs> but Liz, I really like you. Oh my God, I like you. I like you a lot. I like you a lot. <laughs> well, I really yeah, like you guys get- too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Steph here. So I like sorry. You. I really <laughs> like you guys. Hi, Steph. You guys are great. This yeah. is great. She's such just, a third party. I this know. is amazing. Normally, I'm the third party, but she's the third this party. Is, I'm having a grand old time just watching it. So. Well, I think a lot of it also has to do with like Steph really helped me process certain things. You know, some some people like sometimes a parent can't help with certain things Mm -hmm. and sometimes a friend can or a boyfriend or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know, a pastor and stuff like that. It all just depends. So I think what I needed was just like a a good friend. Oh, absolutely. And I'm very grateful for the record on this. I 
on this podcast, Steph, I'm so grateful to you because I always tell everyone she's such a fantastic counselor. And I know that you were there for Liz. I see the results it's evident yeah you know there's been times where you know we'll get in a little sticky Mm -hmm. conversation and she'll spend 10 minutes talking to Steph and the whole situation is better and that's because of you Steph helping her through it helping her see it you know she'll come upstairs and apologize and of course that's coming from you and that's credit to you but I will say I knew you were behind that helping that grow all the way and that's what a friend does, and I'm yeah. thankful. Having for you. a third party is like really important. I think sometimes in relationships, specifically like with your parents, at least that's what I've experienced. Like mm-hmm. with you and I, a lot of like my frustrations or stuff like that. It, it wasn't even stuff. Sometimes, sometimes it was Micah, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law, or sometimes it was my sister. Like sometimes it was Alicia, my um, manager. You know what I mean? So I think it's important to have people to go to to talk about uh, your relationships with, like your parents. Right. specifically and I think also the other key is is that um listening to the advice that's given yeah because if I would have given you if we would have sat down and I would have been like look like the way you spoke to your mom wasn't okay or like right. this situation like you need to own it and you need to go and you need to make it right like if there was no listening there then you wouldn't have made the progress I think you genuinely wanted to learn how to communicate better yeah. and you really cared about your relationship with your mom yes because yeah. ultimately she's the one who exactly. had to come upstairs and face me and exactly. apologize so she chose to not only hear you but to respond yes and make a change and I think that's the key is not just saying like okay like I'm gonna go and say sorry and like repeat the offense like it's genuinely saying okay I did this I made a mistake Um, I'm gonna go apologize now how do I fix it yes and learning the steps and not doing it again like learning and learning from it you know And speaking of that, like how many times I know I'm guilty of this, I don't know if you feel this way, but like very often a situation will arise and I'll be like, oh, how is she going to handle this? Because I know how she used to handle it. A little bit PTSD. A little bit PTSD. And, and, you know, God has to heal me of that. But also like, I feel that you're starting to, wow, like you don't want to say prove yourself. That's so harsh right like you're starting to you do sort of have to almost gain that person's trust again Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I'm trying to think when like we started to have that like mend our relationship I think it was when Stephanie came into our life I think so too because you moved in here with our family two years ago years ago Mm -hmm. I think it was then yeah I agree I don't think that we would have this communication if it was not for your friendship. No, I never. Yeah, no, right? definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to touch on one thing too, when we were talking about the communicating <laughs> Steph, how many times would I be like, if, if Liz would say something that upset me or did something that upset me, I would go to Steph and like, <laughs> sort of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like vent on you almost expecting Steph to then talk to Liz about it. And I had to learn, and and I'll never forget this. This was just six months ago. We mm-hmm. had an issue, and, um, and Liz called me on the phone, and she was like, Mom, let's talk about this. You were at work. And I was like, no, I don't want to talk about it, almost because in fear of, like, 
I what's know what's going to happen. Yeah. I know you're going to get upset and yeah. then I'm going to get it. So I'll just avoid it, which is not like me. No, but that's just where I was at. Right. Yeah. And, um, and you said something to me that I'll never forget. You go, mom, you can trust me. Yeah. You can trust that I'm going to react properly. Yeah. And that was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I've seen, I think, which is why I love that we're sharing the story is that I've seen God restore something. I remember we would, she would, we would sit in Clinton in the parking lot and you would just cry and be like, I don't know how to communicate these things. I want a relationship with my mom. I want to mm -hmm. communicate better. And I remember, remember we would go to your room and we would just pray. Yeah, we would. And we would just remember, like yeah. we would just be like, God, mm -hmm. we need you to restore these relationships. And every time we prayed, it would rain like violently. It would rain. And we would say, okay, God is like make it, restarting everything. That's what yeah. we felt like washing everything. Remember clean. that one time we went and we went out and danced we in the danced rain. We danced in the rain because it was like a beautiful moment of like we're gonna pray we're gonna war yeah. and we're gonna pray for restoration it was the same thing with you and sammy's relationship yeah where we really prayed and you were like stuff i need a miracle like i need god to work i really need a miracle yeah <laughs> and like we prayed like we went right before the fire i was like all right no problem and we went right before mm -hmm. god and we were like jesus we just declare restoration yeah. so it's cool to see like not only the fruit of how you've grown as a person but just the fruit of this relationship even sue as a mom just seeing just a third party like outsider looking in seeing god just move in the relationship in such a different way it's like night and day from when we first mm -hmm. kind of started talking about okay let's try to make this a little bit better to where we are now yeah. um so it's like a really so there's hope so if you're with your kid and there's just a lot of strife um, or your parent or you're with your parent and there's just a lot of strife and you're like man I really want a restoration like this is a testament that God is a God of restoration mm -hmm. um, and he he wants that for you you know mm -hmm. and so and communication bringing it out saying the hard things yeah even though yeah. it it hurts getting them out of the darkness and exposing it yeah. you know from a christian standpoint mm -hmm. of view we know that the devil has a field day in the dark he has a field day in the isolation mm -hmm. but right. when you bring it out and you expose it in the light he doesn't know what to do right mm -hmm. so the communicating those hard things to say when you say it in love and you say it with that heart of reconciliation it makes all the difference and most of the things you're saying are coming from a place of hurt yeah. so so you want that mended mm -hmm. but you have to expose that sore in order for it to heal yeah that's good so a lot of a lot of times we are reacting because we're hurt mm -hmm. or we're disappointed how many times as parents do we honestly like can get disappointed by what our kids do or mm. their actions um but it's very important a to kill the pride we cannot be prideful in that situation and to love them where they're at and to yeah. allow them to make mistakes right and not take it personal but instead help them grow through it yeah yeah 
That's really good. Loving I, people where they're at. Loving people where they're at. Yeah. I, I, I've always said this where I said there's always tension and revival. Yeah. When God is beginning to kind of like revive a relationship or revive things in a home or because that's what revival is, right? It's reviving yeah. something that's dead. There's always that sense of tension. Um, and so I always say like, okay, there's tension. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That means revival's <laughs> about to happen. And everyone's like, well, that doesn't feel beautiful. Right. Like everyone gets so upset when I say it, but I'm like, no, like God is whatever we say, right? God brings it up, up mm-hmm. and out, right? He yeah. brings it up so it can come out so that there <laughs> can be. so many things. <laughs> she is good saying. We just write a whole celebrate book. that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's we one of Steph's that. favorite too. And I, and yeah. I love that. And you'll hear our family say <laughs> that now because we've adopted that from Steph. Um, you know, celebrate the good things, celebrate mm-hmm. the beautiful moments. Right. Don't be, don't, don't feel like stupid to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that one time? Oh my God. It was just a couple days ago. Oh Steph, you came God. upstairs and you were like, we just, I just want to celebrate <laughs> each one of you. Like- <laughs> and Liz is like, that makes me feel awkward. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love that. Yeah. Josh is like, what? And Joe's like, uh, uh, what do I do? I'm like, I want a family meeting and I just want us to go around in a circle and celebrate each other. Like, yes. Oh, nice. yes, that's right with me. It's so funny. I love doing stuff like that because it catches like, especially Joe and Liz. They're like, I didn't prepare for this. Right. Like, they didn't give me I enough know. time. I'm like, I They're like, I like that you're wearing socks yeah. <laughs> but you know what's cool that. it's so revealing and again like mm-hmm. if you remember the conversation <laughs> who could have been a little hurt out of that conversation yes, yes. me so, yeah. because quite honestly oh my, God. my husband and my son were like um um and I'm like you Hello? can't think of anything to celebrate me Josh is like I celebrate that you're my mom oh my god I was like Ooh. wait he said that yes I remember yeah. he's like congrats but but do you know what like can I can I can do take that two ways I can choose to get offended and hurt sure or I could choose to say I need to work on that I need to give them something to celebrate mm-hmm. me about. Yeah. yeah. And they also need to work on celebrating people. I don't think Josh yeah. has ever, uh, me and Josh, we're in, a, we're in the kind of the mud of our relationship right now because I just smack him up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Josh. I told you to read Genesis. So it's, it's okay. Like those things happen. Tension is beautiful. Um, restoration is beautiful yeah. and this is beautiful. You mentioned something earlier um, that I thought was great. I was wondering if you could kind of just talk about a little bit more about loving people kind of where they're at. Where they're at, yeah. Right. So if you think about it, it's much easier to love people where they're at when those people are farthest from you. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true, yeah. And I'll explain that. For example, you know, I have... Uh, several close friends that I just adore and they have kids around my age and um, you know some of them are maybe in a place where in their life where you know maybe they're not doing exactly what their parents would like them to do or what their parents imagined would be the perfect world for them or whatever Um, and it's easy for me on the outside to be like oh but what about this in them and I love this and that in them and but when it's your own it's harder because the expectation is so much higher Mm. 
And the disappointment is so much deeper when it's your own child. So it becomes harder to love them where they're at because you're, it's harder to, it's, it's harder to accept the fact that they're disappointing you. Wow. Being really close to people, you kind of like, it's almost like it affects you so much more. Sure. So it's like almost annoying when people... And a little bit burdening when people um, disappoint you who are really close to you because it's like I feel like I can't really I know specifically for like our friendship or like like my relationship with Sam or sometimes like stuff like that. It's hard for me because I feel like this like weight on my shoulders Mm -hmm. that's like really I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no. I think I think <laughs> you're on the right track. So you're saying like when it's up close, it's hard for you to see the good in the person. Yeah, like your vision goes blurry. Right. Because it's like and I think and it's a safety mechanism because yeah. you you are you know the disappointment is gonna be that much heavier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's just like a, a lot more to carry. Yeah. 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 And I, because you don't really have to deal with the things that are that far away because like yeah, you don't right. live with the person. Right. You know what I mean? Or like you don't necessarily. Your love not, for them isn't as it's, deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's different because it's right. not your kid. You sure. know what I mean? So it's like, OK, like, I mean, you still feel what your friends are feeling. Yes. You still could be like empathetic towards them. Like, mm-hmm. man, like, I'm so sorry, you know, sympathize with them and all that stuff. But like. Um, when it's your own, I think it's different, whether that's a parent, a child, a grandparent, an aunt and uncle, like, I think people always say it like this, like family always hurts you the most. Mm -hmm. And now like people always say, like someone said it like this, where they were like, um, you know, you've been hurt the most and it was by someone with your last name, right. you know, and it's like, oh, like it's a different perspective because they're so close Yeah, and it's yeah. hard and it's hard to see like, oh, like there's this great stuff about this person because they're so close to you and because all you see is their, their crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, for people who don't really understand the whole dynamics of our family, you know, it's very unique because I mean, we're all we're all in the house here, and Liz and Steph have this amazing little bachelorette pad down <laughs> mm-hmm. here, which right. you know they were love. really blessed with, and I love having them right mm-hmm. downstairs. Um, but we have Sammy and Micah and the kids right next door to us, which is phenomenal and amazing. But it just again, it almost tightens that cord of yeah. how close we are. You love it. Because you're so close, but when it hurts, it hurts even more. Yeah, and right. it's tough to get out of it because it's literally facing you every single day. It's not yeah. like there's li- physical distance yeah, between right. our family. Yeah, and I think <laughs> and I, like there's pros and cons to it. Yeah, you know, and I think also like one of the ways was like when everything happened about a year and a half ago when that church hurt happened. Mm-hmm. Like it happened, it didn't just happen to one family. It was like mm-hmm. it the pain was in it was hard. And I think as a mom, like how was it for you to see your kids on on all levels from Sammy to yeah. us to Josh to like well, how hard um, was it? I'll start with you, Steph, because you know, yeah. Steph came into our life as a friend of the family. Right. You were actually really close friends with Sam and Micah first mm-hmm. before you were even best friends with <laughs> yeah. 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 And um, so you came into the family that way. I thought you were crazy. I was afraid <laughs> of you. Oh you know, you were like this college, like, woo. <laughs> and um but whatever but I still loved you through yeah, it you, you did, know you did, but yeah. anyway and then when everything happened and you needed a home we opened up our home to you so 
I now adopted you basically into our family and as a daughter in this family. Mm-hmm. And so that was a time when you were going through a tremendous amount of hurt. Um, I think there was a lot of healing that needed to take place. Quite honestly, you know, my mom mode had to really kick in for a whole nother child yeah. um, going through a whole nother um, level of issues. So um, that was that was very consuming for me and Joe mm-hmm. because we felt not only did we hear you and agree with you, but we went to bat for you and ended up basically um, not not in a good place because we spoke up for you. Mm-hmm. And um, so what happened was my life then started to change dramatically. Um, and, and that was tough. I never resented you for it. Like I never felt like, oh, great, you know. Yeah. Never. Because I'm the type of person, and my husband is this way too, but I'm not going to speak for him. You'll have him on another time. Yeah. But So I'm just speaking for myself, but my husband feels this way too, is that if I believe in someone and I believe in what they're saying and they've been hurt, I'm going to speak up for them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the type of person I am. Right. I felt yeah. a responsibility. Um, so, and then, of course, Liz you know, same thing, not as deep as you, which you did share once mm-hmm. before. And then of course, Sam and Micah. So yeah, yeah, that was hard. Yeah. So it was like, I we're close. So what, what affects one affects everyone. Yes. Um, and I think also like as, as children, we don't see how much our pain is our parents' pain, if not worse. Right. Um, how what we go through, our parents also go through and our siblings, because Josh felt it, too. Mm-hmm. Sam and Micah felt it like whether it was for me, because I remember when it all happened. The first people I talked to were Sam and Micah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the first people I called them up. And I'm like, this was the conversation. I need to meet with you. And they picked me up. And I remember it being so hard to kind of just be like, this is what I'm going through. And I saw Sam and Micah, how it affected them Mm -hmm. as my brother and sister, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, like this feeling of like, oh, like our our sister is hurting. And then Liz went through her own situation and then so add both siblings and then I step back from ministry Liz stopped singing yes. Sam and Micah are going through whatever and Josh is sitting here like oh, what in the world and yeah. then not to mention we don't even know what Sue and Joe are feeling right. like they're probably fe- well they were feeling 10 times worse because not only did their meeting go south but yes. like so they're dealing with the their pain kids of kids are being attacked their kids sense. are being hurt it's just a snowball right. of issues so we're trying to work through it how we were affected, but at the same time, we're trying to protect or at least be there for you guys. I mean, I remember Josh, you know, who doesn't really say much. (laughs) I mean, I remember him really hurting because he was used to, you know, um, he was used to his sister and brother-in-law 6.30 in the morning because Mike had lived with us at that yeah. time. You know, 6.30 in the morning, we hear them coming down the stairs in the garage, packing up the car, you know, to go set up for worship. Um, so, like, that was ingrained in him. Yeah. And then, you know, before you know it, Sunday mornings, yeah. it's like, you know, Liz is still asleep. You know, Micah's yeah. home. Like, 
that affects you. Yeah, it that does. That affects you. It yeah. does. Yeah. And it's like, it's like we were grieving. It was like something died. Yes. Um, yeah. And so then you kind of felt it in the home, like there's a grieving period of like just hurt. Everyone was hurt. Yes. Um, and then it was like, I know it was hard for you and Joe for, for, for us to say, well, we're never going to do ministry again, oh, let yeah. alone step into another church. Yeah. Oh, what's man. that like, like um, mm. for you to hear your kids like speak things that like are scary yeah (laughs) it's terrifying um first of all because you know i I believe so strongly in both of your callings yeah as well as sam and micah and Mm -hmm. josh although josh didn't really yeah you know go through that but um it's terrifying it's hurtful it's devastating Mm. um so yeah that that do you almost take it like personal um well you know what I have to say like I don't really well I'm better with the feeling I really it's pride Mm. I'm better with that issue of like oh what are people gonna think my daughter isn't going to church or isn't Mm. leading worship anymore or whatever like I'm, I'm much better with that, I have to say. Um, but there's still that hurt right. of, of like, wow, like things are just so different. Yeah. Um, and remember when you put out that first video? Yeah. And, you know, if people go back and listen to it, I mean, it was a dark time. Mm-hmm. It was sad. It was dark. But if you remember, like, as hard as it was for me to hear... I celebrated the fact that you were able to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. That you were strong enough to say, you know what? Like, I'm going to talk about this. And you also said multiple times in it that you knew that God was going to bring you out of that. Yeah. You had to go through that. So as much as it was difficult for me to hear, it was also a point in your life and your relationship mm. with God where I was so proud of you. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Does that answer that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, that was amazing. You know, um, John in the Bible, they used to call him camel knees because he would pray a lot, like on his knees. (laughs) And so he had like knees, like a camel, like rough. And I believe like a lot of parents are like John, Mm, you know, for their kids. They're on their knees like God, like they're going through a tough time and mm-hmm. and I think also as parents like there's curveballs in life you know like y- y- we don't want these things to happen to your kids and we don't want our parents to feel these things but things happen and um I think parents going to bat for their kids like lord like I don't know what to do here we need you to step in which is what I've seen you and Joe do mm-hmm. I remember me Sammy and Liz we were sitting in the living room you I think were at the beach house Josh and um Joe were upstairs and we just hear Josh <laughs> and we just hear Joe oh and he is praying mm-hmm. but I mean if anyone has ever oh, heard yeah. Joe play That's he's he just does. like for the family you know yeah. yes he went into every room prayed over every room and we were all like oh my goodness like yeah he was slapping the wall he was like you know like war cry for the family Mm -hmm. yes 
and like me and Sam and Liz, we kind of just sat there listening. We just we were stopped like, talking. We're we like, stopped talking. Yeah, and I think Liz, uh, Sammy left, and then me and you kind of joined in with Joe yeah, we in did. the basement. We, we did. were like, he okay, like let's do. I was it. like, we're doing this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of joined in in the basement. We were like, okay, like let's. We're praying. We're praying. Um, but I've right. Seen but let's just pause right there. Let's just celebrate that because you know it's all you parents out there. Like, did you just hear that? Yeah. Like, what a moment! What a thing to hear to hear your kids say you know what we just kind of joined in in that yeah you know family prayer i mean you hear the right. battle cry and you want to join yeah in. you're like, like oh we're fighting yeah you know? like well, oh. you wanted to yeah. but wanted that's to, not yeah. necessarily the norm in other situations yeah, right. so I'd like these are things that i'm thankful for and these are things that i know that have ran through the veins of our family mm -hmm. from the time you were little. Wow, that's you, so poetic. Yeah. Oh, thank you. She's, she's an you want to collab with me? <laughs> oh my God. Song? So I just wanted to say that that's something that you kids have seen and heard. Well, you guys instilled that into us. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we, I would even say Steph, because even when you started living here, like it was normal for you to hear stuff like that. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I know for me, it was really normal. I remember like having memories of like dad um, when we were when I was really young, maybe like 12, 11, being mm -hmm. like, we're going to go pray. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> and like we're gonna go pray and i would just lay there on the ground and he would just like be like bowing and like praying mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm bored <laughs> but i learned yeah. that i learned how to like be like that yeah from him. and yeah. i just want to say too when we were talking about like what it did what did it feel like for us to know like you know basically no one in the house was going to a church at, it was like for quiet. a period of time yeah. and that was like so hard but I will say that like we just interceded for mm. all of you kids like yeah. we we did if like we never wanted to bombard you with like when are you going to find a church yeah. when are you going to go you know are you this are you that we really did just learn to trust God we knew that this was just a season that he was bringing you through that you had to go through yeah. because you needed you needed to know him I'm going to speak mostly for Liz yeah. because Steph's a little bit of a different situation, but like you needed to know him for yourself. Yeah. 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 You needed to know him as yeah. that Yeah. Father. And I think um, like definitely you learn, you specifically have learned like when to just let me figure it out mm -hmm. and when to come to me and be like, hello, like nudge me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I know, for example, like with my music, like you are like a huge you're, you always come in and talk to me when I'm like having a really hard time and you don't even know it. It's almost like, I guess you just have this like intuition. Mother, yeah. yeah. And you just always sit down with me and you're like, no, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. And then like stuff like, no, you need to do shows. Like you need to do mm -hmm. that. And I wasn't even thinking, but I think that's something you learned like when to nudge me yes. and when to like, let me kind of figure it out on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And even when you were building the studio here, like, mm -hmm listen I'm big into decorating yeah and I'm big into like okay how's it going to be set up but I really wanted to give you your space yeah I really did I I waited for you to maybe come to me like hey can you help me pick out colors or, yeah um but it was a challenge for me because mm -hmm. I naturally want to step in and just help 
<laughs> but I wanted to see you sort of fly, you yeah, know, so I knew awesome. I had to step back and it was hard for mm-hmm. me, but, but it is rewarding. And that one day when I talked to you about your music, um, I really like the point I was trying to get across is like, I let you vent mm-hmm. and then I was just, um, you know, to be a parent of a young woman who is like, sometimes like so serious (laughs) and and what did I say to you I was just like Liz just for once in your life let yourself have fun yeah you are your biggest enemy like and what did I say to you that day that had to be your mantra for every day you're your biggest fan you have to be your biggest fan I said to you I want you to say this I I love myself I'm my biggest fan. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, it was tough for you. <laughs> but, but you're yeah. learning because mm-hmm. that's so important because I can be your biggest fan, but you first have to be your biggest fan. And yeah. if I could teach you anything, it's that. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things that I've learned um, through Sue and Joe is that love knows how far to push without crushing you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's this beautiful lesson of like, you don't have to, as parents, you naturally want to kind of come under your kid and kind of be like, this is how you do it this way. And I think me and you kind of talked about that where our generation is like, no, we'll do it our own way. Like we don't want to, you know, the parents have paved the path, whether it's good or not. Like we can argue that a little bit, you know, Um, comment below, but like, People who have come before have, have paid a path, whether it was Billy Graham or Reinhard Bunke. Like I'm, I'm naming greats, but people have paved the path for us. Um, our parents in some way have paved the path for us. But as children or as millennials or as young adults, I'm going to speak for the young adults. It's like, no, no, no. Like that worked for you. I'm going to go do my own path. So as parents, it's like, oh, like you're making it so much harder for yourself. Right. And you need to remember that, like, I mean, you're, you were a part of me for nine months. Mm -hmm. I know you better than anyone on this planet. Wow. That's beautiful. I really believe that. What an image. Especially like if I'm walking with the Lord, I believe that it's like a supernatural thing because let's face it, you know, you can have a mom who is maybe, um, you know, if I made that same statement to someone who grew up with a parent who was maybe abusive mm. or wasn't there for them or, or who was absent completely, they can't relate with that. But I'm telling you in our situation, I believe that it's a God-given gift mm-hmm. that I honestly can say to you, I know you better than anyone. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. Um I just want to say one last thing. Like yeah, I now like looking back on everything, I appreciate how opposite we are mm-hmm. because we equally I think sharpen each other and give each other something that you give me something that I don't have and I give you something that you don't have. And I think that's the beauty in like being opposites if you are like opposite than your parent or something like that. I think to see it with those eyes to see like I can add something to them and they can add something to me rather than being like well we just clash all the time and we don't see eye to eye like to just take like your little things and apply it to me I think that's what I started to do like your confidence and your boldness and and you're willing to speak up like I was never really like that but I learned that from you and so I started to apply it so I think that's that's the beauty of having like 
the a parent that's opposite than you. That's a great way to see it. Because mm-hmm. it yeah. really builds your character and adds something to like who you are. Yeah. 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 And I had to learn like, um, you know, you hear people say, well, they God created them that way. I've heard you say that stuff. And that's totally true. But there, if I'm totally honest, there was a little part of me that was like, almost like, yeah, but it's still not, it's still not like, <laughs> I right. don't like it. <laughs> I still don't I like, like it. it. <laughs> and I had to learn that, yes, God created you that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you are more introverted. Um, I'm an extreme extrovert. Right. And, and that's okay mm-hmm. because God made you that way. Who my, my friend just said to me this, said this to me last week, Lisa, I love you. She just said this to me last week. I was like, you know, like Liz, like she has so much to offer. She has so much to say. She's so wise. You know, I always say that. Right. And I really mean it. Right. And I was just like, you know, I just, I, she has so much to offer, but like, she's so quiet and she's Mm -hmm. afraid to sometimes say it. And Lisa goes, maybe she's not meant to say it. Like maybe just because you are wise and you do have so much to offer and a lot to say. Doesn't mean you always have to like be always giving, giving, giving that. Yeah. Doesn't mean that. Maybe Sue, you just need to celebrate the fact that she has that, but it doesn't matter if the rest of the world hears it. Mm -hmm. And when Lisa said that to me, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I like that. (laughs) But then when I thought about it, I was like, okay, if I really believe that God created you the way you are, and if you're a healthy, together individual, like it's different if someone really has issues. Let's let's just put that out there, right? But you don't, you're not that way. So, so I have to say to myself, it is okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're not doing anything wrong. Mm -mm, Right. I'm doing great. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. myself. I'm my yeah. biggest fan. <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, I think one of the things that I've also learned like from this family that I think you've instilled and in Liz that I've seen her put into practice um is perspective. What's the perspective? Um, Sue is very big on that. If you ever talk to her, she's very much like, okay, well, what's the other person's perspective? Or you have to take into perspective. I've seen Sue has said that to me so many times, like stuff like, okay, you're feeling these things. I'm not saying it's not valid, but what's the perspective? Or you need to get perspective. And there's been times I've told you that I'm, I'm in the car with Liz and she'll say something and I'm like, I'll look at her. I'm like, oh my gosh, your mom has said that to me so many oh, times. Um, like, so she'll look at me. She goes, we need to get perspective. And I'm like, you sound yeah. like your mom <laughs> you sound just yeah. like your mom so it's it, there's hope you mm-hmm. know there's this yes. is such a beautiful story of just restoration and like a good perspective of what a parent sees yeah. you know through the eyes of a parent it's, it's a it's it's cool to see it helps bring perspective it does, <laughs> <laughs> it does because yeah. i don't think we think about this as kids like no. what is my mom and dad feeling like i don't think naturally i don't think that we go there now I, I do because now. my age and i'm like very i'm very well you're you know. very also different for your age because uh, i've met true. a lot of 22 year olds that are not like where you're at i just care a lot yeah yeah, yeah i definitely learned like perspective 
from you, Mom, and I appreciate that. So thank you. And thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for Steph having me. <laughs> this was really special. Yeah, yeah. I really was. enjoy this. You know, me I too. love talking with you in general, but to be able to reach people, you know, that's my heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're listening to this, make sure you uh, subscribe, like, comment down below. Um, make sure you follow our Instagrams. We will link all that down below. And we hope you have a great week. Love you guys. See you Bye-bye. next week.